Chapter Three of A Book of Fairy Tale Foxes. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Devorah Allen. A Book of Fairy Tale Foxes by Clifton Johnson. The Fox and the Wolf's Daughter. There was once a wolf who had a beautiful and clever daughter. She was the finest girl in the country, and all the men animals who did not already have partners came courting her. It made her proud to have so many to pick from, but she was a lively creature, and though she smiled on every one of them, she turned up her nose if a beau wanted to stop courting and go to keeping house. No, she would say, I am not ready yet to settle down like my mother. By and by her old daddy got exasperated with all the foolishness. He had been kept awake night after night by the giggling and chaffing of the young people. They were sitting in his best armchairs and wearing them out, when they ought to have been sleeping and getting strength to flax around and earn their living the next day. So one morning he said to his daughter, "'You must choose the man you like best and start a home of your own. I'm not going to have you trotting around any more and fetching company here to eat our victuals and be waited on by your mother.' When he said that, the girl sniffed and pouted, but she knew she must do as he ordered, and after a while she told him he might get ready whatever he was going to give her for a wedding present. "'Who are you going to marry?' he asked. She blushed and dropped her eyes. "'I think young Mr. Fox is a mighty nice man,' she said. "'Well,' the old wolf growled, "'it's true enough that he's a sweet talker. He can't be beat when it comes to courting the girls.' The wolf was not overmuch pleased, but he said no more, and he let it be known that Mr. Fox would soon marry his daughter. The wedding was to be a grand affair, and all hands went to work to get ready for it. In the midst of the preparations, young Mr. Fox called at Mr. Wolf's house, and began to brag about his wedding clothes. "'I've been to the tailor,' he said, "'and I've told him to make as fine a suit as he knows how. The clothes are to have pretty shiny buttons on them. There'll be two rows down the front of the coat and some on the sleeves, and I told the tailor to put a button here.' He started to reach around to the back of his coat, but at that moment a big flea gave him a terrible bite on his knee. He could not help clapping his hand to the spot. Fleas are very bad in the wolf houses, but the wolves do not like to have anyone say so. They get angry if a visitor shows that he has been bitten. Mr. Fox knew how touchy they were on that subject, and when he grabbed for the flea he pretended he was just showing where a button was going to be. Then he went on to say, "'And I told the tailor to put a button here.' Again he was about to point around to the back of his coat, when the flea nipped him in the ribs, and he had to make a clutch there without delay. He cleared his throat and tried once more to show where the button was to be. "'I'm going to have a button here,' he said, but the flea pinched him on the neck. No sooner had he slapped that place and resumed his story than he got a bite on the hip. The bites continued, and he kept putting the buttons here and there till he was wild with confusion and discomfort, and he had scratched almost everywhere.' Finally, the flea gave him a most savage bite on the nose, just as he was telling where a button was going, and he could not help clawing the spot. Meanwhile, old Mr. Wolf had been getting madder and madder right straight along, and when Mr. Fox said he was going to have a button on the end of his nose, he could hold in his wrath no longer. "'Hi!' he exclaimed. "'I can prove now that I made no mistake when I said you were an idiot while you were courting my daughter. I haven't been at all anxious to welcome you into my family from the start, but I gave in to the girl and her mother.' Now, though, I take my stand, and all the women folks in the world can't persuade me to have a son-in-law who wants to look as if toadstools were growing all over him. 
Put a button on your nose if you want to, but you are not going to carry it into a house you share with my daughter. Then he flung open the door and drove Mr. Fox out, and he was so angry he would not listen to a word from Mr. Fox, or Mr. Fox's kinsfolk, or the neighbors, or his wife, or the girl. The next week he got his daughter married to the leanest old timber wolf that ever drew breath, and since that time he has not had a thing to do with any fox whatever. End of chapter 3